0: Hi, I'm Mary Colbert. Welcome to Dr. Colbert's Divine Health Podcast. You know, this next topic that we're going to be covering, folks, first of all, do not be discouraged. If you have suffered a stroke or you've had symptoms of stroke, you're going to learn so much about strokes and this. This is such an important podcast. It makes me sad that we have to cover this because normally you would, this would not be such a big topic, but because it is so widespread right now, we have to talk about this. And I can't believe that it is so widespread, Don. This is so upsetting to me because this is such an avoidable, preventable situation. And it's, you know, I think about the scripture that says my people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. And
1: that's Hosea 4-6. I know. And right. so
0: today we're just going to infuse well, you guys with a lot of knowledge. Seeing, so buckle up.
1: Well, Mary, we're seeing more strokes uh, mainly because of uh, you know the epidemic of obesity, of high blood pressure, of all the risk factors of diabetes. But now a new risk factor is COVID. Right, we're seeing strokes with COVID. We're seeing uh, because COVID will literally inflame the blood vessels and can trigger blood clots, and so again, we need to know the signs. These are the signs because. Just recently, even you have a story about your brother, yeah. right? I want um, to tell? He's fifty-two, is it? No, 50?
0: see, David is fifty-seven now. Oh wow! He's, yeah, I, I thought he was just a kid. No, he's well, gotten older. Well, yeah. <laughs> okay, but, that's uh, your little baby he's brother. He's the baby brother. I'm one right. of eight children, and he's the baby of the family. But David has always been in very good health. Right. active, works full time, and his where he works is at a pediatric hospital, and They mandated everybody to get the COVID shot. And so after he had his second shot, now whether or not this is associated, we can't say who's going to say, but I can tell you what we believe. And so he was at the beach walking with his wife three days after the second shot. And all of a sudden she goes, David, what is wrong with you? You sound like you have mashed potatoes in your mouth. And he he was trying to talk and he was completely unaware that he sounded like he did so that's a sign right there okay that's the person, one of The exactly the and person i'm going to talk about may these may not this, even yeah. recognize this is for those Garble them,
1: speech Garble speech mary calls it mashed potato speech right okay. and so slurred speech
0: they rushed him to the hospital and sure enough he was suffering a stroke so that's my personal but he up- Close overcame story. most
1: of the yes. problems. Again, it was a little TIA, I believe, right? Right, TIA, that's correct. Which is a transient ischemic attack. We're going to talk about it. But uh, there are the warning signs. We want to talk about these warning signs. It's real important that you know these warning signs because it's critical if you have them, get to the emergency room ASAP and get oxygen to save your brain. We're going to give you some amazing natural things you can do too. But these, are we call them the FAST, F-A-S-T, warning signs of a stroke. F stands for facial drooping. One side of the face will usually droop and, or it's numb. And so you ask the person to smile and is the patient's or the person's smile even? If it's not, that's a sign of a stroke. So just ask them to smile, one side will droop. Number uh, A stands, so we're talking about, the, we call them the FAST, F-A-S-T signs, or this is an acronym. And A stands for arm weakness. Typically, one arm is weak or numb. So you ask the person to raise both arms. Does one arm drift downward? That's a sign of a stroke. And S stands for speech difficulty. Mary calls it mashed potato speech. Is their speech slurred? Is it, are they making sense? Some people have garbled speech. Some people will say words that are not words. Then they'll try and say it, and some weird language will come out. You say, Are you speaking in tongues? No, this is a mm-hmm. stroke speech. Mm-hmm. Okay? And T stands for time to call 911. It's critical. You call 911. The
0: sooner, the faster, the better. You got
1: to get them to the ER ASAP yes. to save every brain cell we can. Now, other stroke symptoms include numbness or weakness in the face, the arm, the leg but it's usually on just one side of the body, that's the key, not both sides, it's one side. Then confusion, they have trouble speaking or understanding speech, they're not comprehending. Another is trouble seeing in one or both eyes, another sign is trouble walking, dizziness, loss of balance, loss of coordination, and another sign is a severe headache with no known cause, just boom, a headache. That's many times a sign of a cerebral bleed or a hemorrhagic stroke. The vast majority of strokes are simply uh, ischemic strokes, probably over 90% are ischemic, which means usually due to a blood clot. But instead of like a heart attack is, is a blood clot to an, a coronary artery, this is a blood clot to a cerebral artery. And so it'll affect and cause these symptoms. Now, a stroke is diagnosed with a CT scan of the brain and the CT scan can show a bleed in the brain or damage to brain cells caused by the stroke, or an MRI, or um, a CTA, or a computerized uh, CT angiography. So those are how we typically tell, but what is a stroke? It's just it happens when there's loss of blood flow to part of the brain, generally caused by a blood clot in the brain. Your brain cells can't get enough oxygen or nutrients that they need from the blood, so they start to die within just a few minutes. That's why time is critical. We've got to get oxygen to the brain. This can cause lasting brain damage or long-term disability or even death. And so again, stroke's one of the leading cause of death. I believe it's number five, typically, almost every year it's number five. Okay? Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's critical that you call 911. You say, I'll just drive them to the ER. No, you call 911. It's critical we get them there. ASAP. Every second counts. Now there's two main kinds of stroke. Ischemic stroke is by far the most common. Some places say 80 some say 90%, but at least 80% are ischemic or caused by blood clot. Hemorrhagic is caused when a, a blood vessel breaks and bleeds into the brain. Those are even those are really as critical. We get them because it can be a major bleed. We get them to the hospital ASAP. Another condition similar to a stroke, and this is what your brother had, a TIA or transit ischemic attack, otherwise known as a mini stroke. And this is when the blood supply is just blocked for a short period of time. And the brain damage is, or the damage to the brain cells isn't permanent. And so, but people who've had a TIA are at a much greater risk of a stroke. So what causes a stroke? Well, COVID. COVID a big cause of stroke. And it's interesting how strokes have increased dramatically over the past couple of years from this COVID that we're seeing. Uh, also, the, one of the main causes is high blood pressure. If a person has high blood pressure, they're at a much greater risk of having a stroke because what happens with high blood pressure, you have turbulent, blood flow along the carotid arteries where they bifurcate or split into the internal and external carotids. It's kind of like a river. When you have two rivers coming together, there's tur- rapids and turbulent flow. Similar condition happens in these blood vessels in the carotid arteries that are in the neck that go to the brain. And when you have high blood pressure, it creates turbulent flow that damages the endothelium, which is only one cell thick, and you have plaques start to accumulate right there. In that bifurcation, that split of the internal external carotids, and that's why I always check people's internal external carotids. If I hear a brui or a little swish like shh shh shh, I listen over their carotid arteries with my stethoscope. If I hear that, I know they have at least a 70 to 75% wow. blockage in their arteries. I hear these all the time, Mary. I hear wow. them all the time, and wow. I refer them for a carotid ultrasound. So, again, it's critical that we get the blood pressure under control. Blood pressure is the number one reason we see strokes, turbulent blood flow. We've got to get the pressure down. We did a whole talk on how to control blood pressure naturally. The most important, what are the most important high points? Get your uh, weight down. Get your sodium down. Follow my Beyond Keto diet, which is a healthy Mediterranean keto diet that lowers blood pressure and helps you lose weight. It's interesting that high blood pressure follows belly fat. The greater the belly fat, generally, the more higher the blood pressure. Shrink the belly fat, you also lower the blood pressure. It's amazing how most people don't know this, But C-reactive protein, or even more specific, the HSCRP is a blood test I do on every patient that I see in my office. It's standard. Very few doctors do this test. Now, why is that? Why don't more doctors do it? Because they don't know the importance of it. But I've been following this for decades on my patients, and I found a major thing that most doctors don't know.
0: All right. Say that blood test again.
1: HS, or high-sensitive C-reactive protein, or HSCRP. Now, CRP is an inflammatory mediator or cytokine, and CRP is due to inflammation. The body produces C-reactive protein. With COVID, your CRP goes sky high. With infections, your CRP goes high. But also, the more belly fat you have, the higher your CRP goes. Now, with an infection, your CRP goes up, boom, comes down. I check a person who has COVID, their CRP is high, but then after a couple of weeks, it goes back down to normal. But with belly fat, the more belly fat you have, typically the higher your CRP is, and it stays high. You say, well, what's the big deal if my CRP is high? If your CRP is high, it's telling your blood vessels to constrict, uh, which raises your blood pressure and sets you up again for that stroke or that TIA, but it also makes your blood more prone to clot. So you are literally asking for a stroke when you have high CRPs by having more belly fat. So if you do have belly fat and you do have high CRPs, which you will if you have lots of belly fat, your CRP will be high. And the doctor says, I don't know why your CRP is high. I do. The more belly fat, the higher the CRP. Now, it can be due to hidden infections like gingivitis. It can also be due to... Uh, you know, other hidden infection like chronic sinusitis or COVID or bronchitis or any infection, but it's usually due to that belly fat. Okay. Now, how do you, if you do have high CRPs, you say, what do I do? If you do, I take a baby aspirin a day, at least a baby aspirin a day with food. I personally take fish oil, four to 5,000 milligrams a day. We're going to talk about a special fish oil that's amazing for stroke that everyone should know about. But another thing you can do is again get that pressure under control. Get this is
0: all prevention.
1: Exactly, we Mm got to do that. So CRP, if a person's obese, belly with belly fat, they most likely have high CRP, and we want to get that belly fat down by following my Beyond Keto program, practicing intermittent fasting. And exercise. If uh, again, just simple things we can do that'll burn the belly fat off. Now, other risk factors. We're talking about risk factors for stroke. Birth control pills. I've had women in their teens that have been on birth control pills have a stroke, paralyzed on one side. Mary, <sighs> I remember when I did Moby rotation. We've had. We'd have people that were on birth control pills that would have strokes and just be paralyzed the rest of their life on one side.
0: Do you see this across the board with people of color and white, or is it more prone to one race as another? Well, in both, in
1: Caucasians and African-Americans, absolutely. Another major risk factor is diabetes. Another major risk factor is atrial fibrillation. Now, we are seeing more and more atrial fibrillation. And again, a lot of doctors are missing it, Mary. When people come to my office, I like to listen to their heart, not on top of their shirt. I listen under, and I listen to all four heart valves. I listen to their aortic, pulmonic, Mm -hmm. tricuspid, mitral valve. I listen closely to the rhythm. If the rhythm is, is irregular, irregular, that's your sign. You've got atrial fibrillation, which is really common. And atrial fibrillation increase your risk of a stroke between 1% and 20% annually. That means you have just increased your risk of a stroke by almost 20% every year. Wow. In the U.S., atrial fib or fibrillation may be responsible for about over 70,000 ischemic strokes every year. It represents between 10 to 12% of all ischemic strokes are usually due to atrial fibrillation, and it's many times missed. And you say, well, what causes atrial fibrillation? Well, usually one of the main causes is sleep apnea. and We had a whole podcast on sleep apnea, but as a person gets older, They're more prone to atrial fibrillation, so that's why it's so important. We do EKGs on people every uh, couple of years, one to two years. We also listen closely to the heart. If you're obese, you're more prone to sleep apnea. Also, again, magnesium and fish oil and CoQ10 help to protect you against atrial fibrillation. Yeah,
0: because sleep apnea causes strokes.
1: Absolutely, it does. Mm -hmm. Sleep apnea causes a fib, which causes strokes. Mm-hmm. It's, it's like dominoes falling. Okay, another cause of stroke is smoking. Now, fortunately, many, many less people here in the U.S. smoke, so we're on the downward trend there. But, again, smoking almost doubles one's risk of ischemic stroke. So if you know a person smoking, avoid sidestream smoke or else you're increasing your risk. Uh, personal or family history of stroke or TI increases your risk. Age, your risk of stroke increases as you get older. African-Americans have a higher risk of stroke. Now, again, in young women, both uh, if they're on birth control pills, it can can be either Caucasian or African-American. But as we age, it seems that African-Americans have a much higher risk of stroke. So you want to be very careful.
0: Now, that is so strange because the African-American population is what, 13 percent? Yeah,
1: but Mary, there's more obesity And there's much more obesity and high blood pressure and diabetes in the African-American population. So those are major risk factors. Other risk factors, obesity, high cholesterol, unhealthy diet, uh, not getting enough exercise, alcohol, and especially drugs like cocaine, methamphetamine, PCP. Those are stroke-causing drugs. Yeah. And so if you're using drugs, you're in Adderall. Mm -hmm. These kids on Adderall are having strokes and TIAs at young ages. They're abusing these drugs. So again, that's what's happening though. So how do you prevent a stroke? It's so easy. Get the pressure down. Cut back your salt. Again, we had a podcast on high blood pressure. Maintain a healthy weight. Manage your stress. And I love our you know, our joyful talk, our talk on joy, because that helps you manage stress better than anything. Get regular exercise and uh, manage your blood pressure. Those are the key ways to prevent a stroke. Now, a person says, but I've had a stroke. What can I do? Well, Mary, you know, there's an amazing study out of Israel, and uh, this was out of uh, Tel Aviv University, and they have found A way to restore a significant amount of neurological function in the brain tissue thought to be chronically damaged even years after the stroke. And what they are doing, they are finding that hyperbaric oxygen can boost brain repair years after a stroke is that amazing? Wonderful. And I've been recommending this for decades. <laughs> uh, anyone that's had a stroke, I recommend hyperbaric oxygen.
0: Not only that, but people who are diabetic and they get infection in their leg, toes, oh, or areas sure. it's not healing. I know one guy, they were getting ready to amputate his leg, and they called you, and you said, get him in a hyperbaric oxygen. It will save his leg. And right. sure enough, saved his leg, and he didn't have to have it amputated. So that's an important factor, too.
1: So uh, hyperbaric oxygen is amazing at helping patients who have had stroke even years ago. Now, a, person, a new study out of LSU has actually found that if you give a fish oil, DHA, that it helps the brain cells that have been damaged, if you can give that DHA, fish oil, within five hours of having the stroke. Five hours. Right. Okay. And so, again, let wow. me find that study, Mary, because this is absolutely amazing. And this was, like I said, done at LSU. And what they did is the LSU research team gave either DHA or saline infusions at three, four, five, and six hours after the onset of a stroke. The MRI showed that the neurological deficits were reduced by the administration of DHA, which is a f- official. Not EPA, but DHA. The DHA treatment reduced the swelling and facilitated neurobehavioral recovery. And the volume of the area destroyed, of destroyed tissue in the brain, was reduced by an average of 40%.
0: Wow. 40%. Wow.
1: When DHA, which is the fish oil, was administered at three hours. And it reduced the amount of area of destroyed tissue by 66% if the DHA was administered at four hours and 59% if it is administered at five hours. So they say, get that DHA in you within five hours of the stroke and it'll reduce the amount of damaged or destroyed tissue. Amazing. Now, how much? You're going to need this extra strength DHA. A good company is Nordic Naturals that has this High dose DHA, it's about a thousand milligrams of DHA per capsule, and you need about four of those or four thousand milligrams. And it you know, if it's a hemorrhagic stroke, you got to be careful, but if it's an ischemic stroke, that's the one that hel- is helped tremendously. If it's hemorrhagic, you don't want to use that, but maybe a lower dose, I'd maybe use one thousand or maybe two thousand because it could, could cause, bleed. Yeah. bleed, yeah, and we don't want that to happen. But currently, the only treatment for strokes is uh, clot-busting drugs like TPA. It's the only treatment for ischemic tr- strokes. So again, this is a new upcoming treatment that they're using for strokes that is really amazing.
0: It's effective, huh?
1: Now, the other thing are this chemical that the brain makes is called BDNF. And this is a powerful chemical that's brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And this starts to regrow the brain cells, the dendrites, the neurons. They start to regrow. If given this, the brain cells produce this chemical, it starts to repair damaged brain cells. See, some if they're destroyed, they're done. But if they're damaged, they can be resuscitated with brain-derived neurotrophic factor. You say, well, how do I get that? We know that there are certain foods that boost this brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and I try and eat these foods every day. And so if you have these foods every day, guess what you're doing? You're protecting your brain. It's like miracle growth for the brain, Mary. (laughs) So I've always told people, let your food be your medicine. So I I eat these foods daily, and I take these uh, supplements daily, and I'm going to go over them with you. The key foods that do this are blueberries. Now, what I do in my shake, I'll have a shake each day and I put frozen blueberries, a quarter cup of frozen strawberries, and I'll put a handful of triple washed organic kale. Then I'll put some water, I'll put usually a, a half a cup to a cup of water in there, along with maybe a half teaspoon of pure PYURE stevia. And I blend it up in my NutriBullet. And what you are doing, was, uh, the kale really is. One of those superfoods that gives you tremendous eye health protection. The blueberries are one of those powerful foods for the brain. It's one of those powerful flavonoid foods that literally energize your brain. And the strawberries are also have those powerful brain energizing nutrients. And when you combine that, you make the most delicious smoothie. You say, well, kale's horrible. I hate kale. You don't taste the kale. You have a get the deep, benefits of it. You get the but benefits. You don't and I put taste it. yeah, you well, don't have to good. put ice in there. I just get my berries frozen. I put them in there. And it's amazing how you're getting that brain-derived neurotrophic factor, and it's delicious. I love it. Number two is chocolate. Dark chocolate. Now, my favorite dark chocolate is lilies. You don't have to have a lot, just a little. A half an ounce to an ounce of dark chocolate a day.
0: That's so good for the brain,
1: and it's wonderful for boosting the brain-derived neurotrophic factors. And it doesn't have sugar; it has is flavored with stevia, which is great. Next is green tea. Green tea is amazing for the brain by boosting brain-derived neurotrophic factor. Another is one of my favorite ingredients that I take every day is olive oil. I love olive oil, but it boosts your brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And the last ingredient is turmeric or curry. which well, just guess what I had last night for dinner? Curry, curry chicken yep. with tons of curry, yellow curry, and right. curry is great for the brain by boosting brain derived neurotrophic factor. So, yeah. those are fo- letting foods be your medicine. Now, there's also nutrients that'll boost brain derived neurotrophic factor, such as curcumin, and I take curcumin every day with black pepper extract. The black pepper actually boosts your brain derived neurotrophic factor. Oh,
0: so I'm a black pepper lover.
1: So, I take my More black curcumin <laughs> and I take a 1,000 milligrams twice a day because, again, Mm -hmm. it's boosting that brain-derived neurotrophic factor. It just so happens people from India have a much lower incidence of Alzheimer's disease about a quarter of what we have because they have curry in their diet on a regular basis. That's cool. Also, coffee fruit extract. Coffee fruit also boosts your brain-derived neurotrophic factor. What is that? And it's a drop, and I have it. And, again, you can is put it Does it come in your, from
0: coffee? Yeah. Literally. It's coffee
1: fruit extract, and you can get it from the health food store, and you can put it in your tea or coffee, and, and it— What's it taste like? Like coffee, <laughs> okay. Oh. I have it at my in my Texas home. I did oh. it, and I still do it, but I don't do it as much as—because I, I use these others more. Right. Another is quercetin. I get my quercetin, and yes. so do you, every day with our right. Healthy Sinus Formula. And resveratrol. Resveratrol is amazing at boosting brain-derived neurotrophic factor. And finally, olive leaf extract. Olive leaf extract lowers blood pressure, and it also boosts brain-derived neurotrophic factor. So those are foods that help tremendously.
0: So if someone's on high blood pressure and they do the olive leaf extract, they need to monitor that because it could bring their blood pressure down. Mary,
1: I have found so many patients, they follow my Beyond Keto diet, they start practicing intermittent fasting. Now intermittent fasting is amazing at burning belly fat off mm-hmm. where you fast for fourteen to sixteen hours a night. And right. you say they say, Well, that means I can't have my coffee. You can have coffee, just put your stevie in it, and you're mm-hmm. still fasting. They say, but I get hungry at night. I say, Well, just take my fibers on a heaping teaspoon, four ounces of cold water, and it'll fill you up. You won't be hungry. And so again, if they can intermittent fast, that's the best way to burn belly fat. And but by lowering, lowering blood pressure is so easy. Olive leaf works great. celery seed works great. And I have a whole podcast on it, a supplement called Neo40 works amazing and tastes delicious. It's a beet extract. So again, we have simple, good tasting supplements that lower blood pressure. But the most important, I would say, is lowering that salt intake. Salt will raise your pressure and getting rid of the belly fat. If you do an exercise, and again, we have a whole podcast on that. So again, we're, we're talking about stroke. If, you, if you've had a stroke, you can take DHA, You can have these brain-derived neurotrophic factor-boosting foods and supplements every day, so the brain is more likely to be protected from a stroke, even if you have a stroke.
0: And I'd like to just share three little tips that I read about this neurologist is telling people. No, it was very powerful, and he said, if you see somebody fall down, and they just fall down for no reason, and they're maybe older or whatever, and then they go, no, I'm, I'm okay, I'm okay, and, and they get up. It is very important that you do these three things Just to make sure
1: they haven't had a stroke. Yes,
0: yeah. and tell them, Don. Tell well, them.
1: well, number one, just have them say a simple phrase like uh, chicken salad or chicken noodle soup. or They've
0: got to be able to and speak Without clearly. slurring it. Without, right.
1: Instead of saying Chicken Ireland, or something right, like that, right, you know, it, or, or say something totally weird and off the wall because that's what happens. A lot of people with a stroke, they can't speak clearly and they can't, many can't speak intelligently. Okay. So, so that's a biggie. And number two okay. is lift, have them lift their arms over their head. And if one arm kind of goes off to the side or can't, doesn't go up or something, or uh, then you know, that's probably a stroke. Then have them stick their tongue out. It should stick straight out. If it sticks over to one side, that's a sign of a stroke. To
0: the left or to the the right. 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 So these are three tips that you can remember if you're around somewhere in a party or whatever and someone falls, just say, if you don't mind, just do these three things for me. Would you say the word chicken salad and see if they can say it? Can you lift your arms? Right. And do you mind sticking out your tongue? Good. Because this is a great, great screen. A great screen. little screen, absolutely. Because if they and if can't get them you need to the to ER to ASAP. The ASAP, it's critical because yes. their
1: brain needs oxygen. They need oxygen right away to supply oxygen to the brain, or those brain cells are dying. So they right. need to go right away to the ER if any one of those three signs are positive.
0: Okay. Now, I have to say this because this is an important part of who we are and what we believe. If you've had a stroke and you've had some sort of debilitating issue for any period of time, the first thing that you really have got to do is you have got to get an image of yourself healed. You need to close your eyes and you need to really envision yourself healed. Yeah, it's the power of
1: imagination. The
0: power of the imagination, the power of... You instilling in you, some people, when you have been sick for so long, you become sick inside of the image of who you are. You know, the man that was laying next to the pool, Jesus said to him, he had been there for many years, and he said, oh, every time I try to get down in the pool, someone steps over me. Um, It's in the story of Matthew, and they recount this about the man next to the the pool of yeah. They deciding. actually
1: asked the man, "Do you want to be healed?" And he said, "Oh,
0: but the guy gets in front he of me." He starts to yeah <laughs> recount his issue of why he's not healed, and what Jesus was doing. And I really believe this. He said, "Will thou be made whole?" What he was asking him is, "Do you see yourself getting healed?" You've got to get an image of yourself being healed. You've got to close your eyes and see yourself. The way you know you need to be Not the way you are Not paralyzed
1: on one side Right See yourself raising both hands overhead See your speech clear See you being able to communicate Normal like like our friend Jerry Savell. Right Jerry had a massive stroke Right They said he'd never talk again right. Never preach again right. right The power of God hit him He's totally healed Totally But he 100%. activated his faith He activated his imagination He saw himself preaching And he, then he But he acted. also
0: did para- He did the bariatric Bar- oxygen Hyper- Hyperbaric. Hyperbaric. He went and did the hyperbaric. So, I mean, you do all things. You do it all. You don't do just parts. But what I want to stress to those that have been long term ill, sick and battling, if you have seen yourself sick for so long, the first thing you've got to do is to begin to combat against that image of who you are now. Don't think sick. Don't act
1: sick. Don't dream sick. You've got to think well and you've got to practice uh, Mark eleven twenty three. Speak, right. say unto your mountain, to
0: your mountain, which is your body, for your health. Begin speaking to it and commanding it in the name of Jesus to become the image that you know God wants to restore, and He does. He wants to bring you back whole. He desires. It says, "I wish above all things that you be in health." That is the will of the father. He doesn't, he's not a child abuser. He doesn't teach people lessons by making them sick, or you know, that's not his way of dealing with it. The thief comes to kill, steal, and destroy. Recognize who your enemy is. Your enemy is here to kill you, steal from you, rob from you. Not your father in heaven. You Absolutely. have a father in heaven who loves you. He has an image of you of health. He sees you whole, healed, and join in with him on his vision for you. You've got to do that.
1: But also, you've got to change your thinking. Now, again, we want to activate the power of joy. Listen to our podcast because you don't want to be cursing yourself like Jesus cursed the fig tree by just speaking negative. because the fig tree had leaves. That means it should have had fruit. So it was a pervert fig tree because it was not producing fruit. So he cursed it, and said, No man will ever eat fruit of you. And then the disciples came by the next day, and it dried up by its roots. We are unknowingly cursing our bodies and our brains and keeping them from healing from a stroke by speaking negative about ourselves. You start calling those things that be not as though they were. You start saying, I am strong. I can move all limbs. My brain is sharp. I can think clearly. You exercise the power of faith and then you release the power of joy and thanksgiving. And all things give thanks for this will of God in Christ Jesus concerning you. Do you want to know the will of God? In all things, give thanks. You say, but wait, I can't move my right side. I I have to use a walker or I have to use a cane or I'm in a wheelchair. Start thanking him for where you're at, that you're alive. Start thanking him as you can still praise him. Start activating the power of joy and speaking the word and envisioning yourself made whole. Yeah,
0: because even if you can't speak, let's say your speak is, is from a stroke, right. it's her... You can speak inside. Yes. The inside of you can praise him. Yes. You can praise him from the inside And you can still laugh. That's right. You can
1: still laugh. Turn on these funny videos, laugh, get those tin belly laughs, and then take these supplements and speak to your body and watch it heal. Because
0: I'm telling you. It it, happened
1: to Jerry Seville.
0: Not only him, but there's been thousands of others that this has happened to. So be it done unto you according to your faith. Activate your faith. I, But you know what? F- faith is the substance of things hoped for. Now, I, I recognize the fact that many people have lost hope, and that's why their faith can't sure. be activated. But we want to infuse hope in you. Absolutely. That you can be restored. You can be brought back to full health. You can. You absolutely can. So I pray this podcast gives you hope. I pray the podcast will... Activate your faith, and you will get an image of yourself healed, completely healed in Jesus' name.
1: Now, again, remember the warning signs. Ounce of prevention is worth a pound of cure. Just remember the word FAST, F-A-S-T. F, your face droops. A, arm weakness. S, speech difficulties. T, time to call nine eleven right away. And if you do that, you'll protect yourself every second is critical. Do the prevention. The prevention is the key. You want to get the pressure down. Make sure you don't have sleep apnea. Make sure you don't have AFib. Make sure you don't have that trunkal obesity. When you have these, you are asking for a stroke long term. So you want, to mod- you want to crucify the flesh, give the body what it needs, the right diet. You want to drink water. You want to follow my seven pillars of hell to give you what you need let your food be your medicine that's the key
0: we believe that god designed man to live to be 120 and not just exist you are supposed to be strong live long strong that's god's best i understand the majority of the population is not achieving that but i believe we can turn that around i believe that we can begin to achieve what god's original plan for man is God bless you. God bless
1: you. We'll see you next time, and thank you for listening to this podcast.